Hello everyone, my name is Miss Lalita Dorinda Williams, the author of Be Strong, Stay Strong, and Escape from Hate Land. I've recently completed my first novelette and first full-length novel entitled Contemplating a Sip of Satan's Sweet Tea. The both of them have the same title, but with different subheaders. Well, today was a phenomenal and a delightful day. And so this, um, the Keep It Simple series that I'm going to zero in on today is misunderstandings. Misunderstandings. That is something that is just bound to happen, be it two children playing on a playground, be it a first date, husband, wife, co-worker, boss, parent, child. That is just something that's bound to happen somewhere across the globe, regardless to your economic status, upbringing, upbringing background, or education. And this reminds me of a post on my Instagram page that I shared some months ago. And it said, only 10% of arguments are based upon what was said. 90% of arguments is based on how it was said. I said that to say this, especially in a husband-wife relationship. is something about being married to someone where it seems like all of those inner childhood idiosyncrasies and insecurities, fears, regrets seems to come up and out. You forget we're there. For example, the husband may say something about his wife being not made when she walks. And it may take her all the way back to the playground when she was in the third grade where the kids made fun of her being knocked kneed and said she walked like a duck. <laughs> so the husband may just obviously notice something because the wife may have on a short dress or shorts or something like that. And the wife may completely just lose it. Or vice versa with the husband. And he doesn't know that that may be a pet peeve or something that may encourage her to yield to feelings of insecurity. All I said is this. All I'm saying is this. Here's a homework assignment. The next time your your spouse peer, parent, say something that just seems to touch that nerve, number one, take a deep breath, count to 10 slowly, and if it really gets to you, count to 10 again backwards, and then go ahead and kindly let them know that, you know, that's a particular area that may make you feel some kind of way and if you you know really care for me I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't go there and it's just that simple 
if they genuinely care about you and love about you and are paying attention to the things and how it makes you feel, you should be okay. And this goes both ways. We can't have individuals constantly yielding to and being understanding towards you. But yet, at the same time, when you're presented with the opportunity to do the same and you don't do it, that's something you don't want coming up on your fruit tree. No one wants to reap that. If you want apples, you plant apple seeds. So, that's my simple truth for this moment. And the next simple truth that I will be sharing with you is honesty. Hello, I'm getting ready to start with part two of my Keep It Simple series. And I left off with saying that I was going to talk about honesty. And I'm about to have a transparent moment. So brace yourself. Those who really know me are like, oh no, Lalita, don't go there. But I have to. Um, earlier today, I had the phenomenal opportunity to speak with my dad. My dad is nine years younger than it, than my mom. Um, and he was like a mama's boy. But his mother was very pampering, nurturing, and practically spoiled my dad. So, um, needless to say, that was a intriguing and interesting relationship <laughs> so um when i got the opportunity to speak with my dad he asked me he was like so do you have any plans on remarrying and i said yeah as soon as my divorce is final and i started laughing and he laughed as well and then he went on to say so is there someone in mind and i'm like dad i'm just playing with you i said i have no, i was like i definitely would like to remarry and i'm looking forward to it but i just don't know when that will actually take place it's like one step at a time then my father said something and was very honest with me he said one thing i want to share with you the person may start off nice understanding relatable all of that stuff but once they really get in deep into the relationship he said that's when you need to watch out because that's when you will actually see their true colors he said and i do not want you to end up with someone who is a control freak someone who's just constantly just trying to rule your life with the iron fist, iron thumb, and just control your every movement. Now, this was from my dad. And so then I was joking with my father and I said, so, dad, I said, so how would you feel if I was with an older man? Someone who's like two years younger than you. I'm 43. 
my dad is almost into his 70s. And he said, I would not care as long as that person was not trying to control you. Y'all genuinely loved each other. And I knew he would take care of you. Not that I'm looking for someone who's old enough to be my father. But I appreciated my father's honesty and being honest with me. And I remember when I was in my late 20s and I was seeing this man. He had a degree, he had a good job, never married, no children, um, lived in a very nice area, wined and dined me, but he wasn't saved. And my father asked me, he said, I want to ask you this one thing. Did you have sex with him? And I was like, yeah, why? He said he had never come to God. He said, if you marry him, he said, I know you won't lack for anything. You have a nice car to drive, a nice place to live. He won't stop you from going to church, paying your tithes. He will even come to church with you every now and then. But because you had sex with him, you have stood in the way of him coming to God. Because you feel like you don't need God. I said all of that to say this. Being open and honest really blessed me. Have a good day. Okay, so um, with that being said and done, I'm going to go ahead and continue tonight's Keep It Simple series with manipulation. Yeah, I know everyone's favorite topic, right? But here's the twist. When I'm referencing manipulation, we know that takes place in the world that's why we need lawyers that's why we uh, follow things up um, that may have been discussed because regretfully we live in a world where there are some people who practice and exercise manipulation in an evil cruel way we tell children don't take candy from a stranger things like that but let's bring it on home when it comes to manipulation. I remember um, hearing a story about this one person. This particular person was a lady and she was cheating on her boyfriend. This is just a scenario. I'm quite sure it has happened and is happening as I speak, but this is a scenario. And so when she comes home and her boyfriend checks her and talking about, you know, where was you at? Where you, where you handle business doing? She's like, she's like, what are you talking about? You feel like you just picking on me or acting like that because you mad that I didn't wash the dishes or wash the clothes. He's like, what in the world does that got anything to do with you not telling me where you been? So she keep twisting it, talking about you are upset that I didn't wash the clothes and you didn't pay the bills and this and that. Just creating an argument to get the attention off of she having to answer where she had been. Now, that was a subtle form of manipulation. But let's talk about something that may be even closer to home. Ladies, are you crying when people bring things to your attention because... It really did hurt your feelings or that it really did upset you or are those tears being used 
to manipulate, to get your way, to gain control, to get the person to ease off of you, to get the person to um, stop confronting you. That way you don't have to address the real issue. Think about that. Men, when you blow up and get angry or get the silent treatment, do you do that because that's one thing if the person is just pushing all type of buttons looking for the right one. It's another thing when a person comes to you in a calm, subtle, peaceful manner to try to resolve a situation and then you just blow up all out of proportion or you just go into the silent treatment and shut the person out rather than just going ahead and listening to the person and hearing them out. Nothing is wrong with someone bringing something to your attention as long as they're willing to also work with you towards a solution. It's so easy to point out, oh, you could lose weight, gain weight. Need to go, you need to go on and go back to school. You need to stop hanging with the wrong person. We can tell the person all day long what they need to do and what they need to stop doing. But when the rubber meets the road, the person who really cares for you will be able to articulate or even work with you to find out how to get you to the next level where you can actually act it out and walk you through it. If a person say, hey, you're hanging with the wrong crowd, stop doing it, they need a substitute. Okay, rather than hanging with the wrong crowd, that person may really be into music or into poetry. So go ahead and finish practicing your craft and then go into venues where they may allow for you to play your music or do your poetry. This is Lalita. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you for listening. This is Miss Lalita Dorinda Williams. And if you would like to hear more of me, you can follow me on my author page on Facebook entitled Be Strong, Stay Strong. You can also visit my webpage, www.lalitawilliams.com. And I'm also on Instagram, the new more number one underscore L-A underscore L-E-T-A Well, until I'm available again cast all of your cares upon Jesus Christ because He cares for you and stay prayerful it changes things for real